Hello from ABA Tech Show 2017 in Chicago, Illinois. I'm Lawrence Galetti. I'm Stanley Lewisant. And I'm Tom Lambont. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. And we're back, gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's our last interview of the day. It's been one heck of a, I guess this is the second official day of ABA Tech Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quite a bit in. more busy than yesterday, though. Yes. The yesterday is cruising, pick up your badge, and you're done. You know, <laughs> A lot of bodies out here. A lot of bodies. <laughs> and so you guys just got out of your presentation. And so how you feel? Did everything go okay? Pumped up. It's my first show. Okay. Um, first time out here, so I had two shows today, two sessions, and everything was, was fantastic. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, third show here. Great uh, great content, great topic, great attendees, you know, who had a lot of questions, so it was uh, good, very good. Excellent. Well, before we get into that, we should probably do some formal introductions. I know you guys have a history and past, and we should probably share that with our listeners. So I'm going to start with Stanley. Uh, why don't you tell the audience a little bit more about you? Where do you, where do you work? What do you do? So I'm pretty much president and founder of Fluid Designs, which is a full-service MSP IT consulting firm based in Union, New Jersey. Um, pretty much, I have that story where we got a computer at 12 and just never left. So uh, here I am now, 32 years old, still doing the same thing and uh, keeping everybody happy, especially the lawyers these days. And Tom? So uh, I'm the CEO of Global Mac IT. We're the only company that supports only Mac-based law firms. So we're a managed service provider, which means we do all of their outsourced IT. And we support them uh, throughout the U.S., including the biggest law firm in American Samoa. Excellent. And you're a turning guest to Legal Talk Network, I believe. Yes. Uh, so I was just on the Unbillable Hour podcast a couple weeks ago, and uh, I'll be going on the Digital Edge Network Digital Edge, yeah, that's with uh, Sharon Nelson. And, oh, is it Digital Detectives or Digital Edge? Digital Detectives. Okay, yep. Yeah. So you'll be uh, with Sharon and, uh, and John. Yes. Excellent, excellent. Well, guys, you know, you just presented at an event, and I do not know what it's called. Uh, we got part of it. I don't under. I think part of it is I don't understand it. So what, what is the official title of your speaking <laughs> session? Funny thing about that is we were saying that to the people who gave us that title. <laughs> but it was Managed Service Provider, not just another three-letter acronym, right? So... Managed service providers, short for that is MSP, and not just another three-letter acronym. Gotcha. So just help me out. So what is a managed service provider? So a managed service provider essentially is an IT company on the outside, right, who specializes in maintaining your network on a proactive basis instead of being reactive. So essentially, you're taking all that responsibility that you normally would have with somebody internally, and you're assigning it to that company on the outside. So they are essentially an extension of your organization, not necessarily someone who works for you, but more so of a partner type relationship. And their job is to make sure that everything is up and running smooth and above keel at all times. So keep it fast, keep it safe? Of course, only way. All right. So uh, what's the 50,000 foot? How, what, what did you guys speak about at your uh, session? So we talked about first, just a quick overview of your options for IT support. When it comes to it, there's not many options. You've got the DIY, doing it yourself, which is the most common for small firms. You know, they start doing it themselves from the get-go and they never let it go. Then you've got the hourly IT person. You call when something breaks. That's the reactive uh, kind of IT support. And then the next level is managed services. And that's where you're really outsourcing everything. You're handing it off to an expert. And they're, you know, they're doing the maintenance on a regular basis as opposed to waiting for it to break down and have a big you know, emergency scenario come up. Okay. And so I, I'm seeing a uh, do-it-yourself hourly managed. I'm seeing a progression of expense here. So uh, obviously, you know, we'll have to dig into this a little bit. 
I think you guys are going to point people towards a managed solution. And so what are some of the pros and cons? I mean, obviously, I think do-it-yourself is cheaper, uh, probably a little more sustainable for solos and that solos and small firms, which is the majority of the legal profession. But my guess is, is that that leaves them vulnerable in certain ways. You are definitely more vulnerable than you will ever know. So when you're sitting here messing with your IT, what are you doing? You're losing revenue. You cannot bill your clients, right? You're over here spending time working on your machines, Googling, right, you know, and trying to find answers to your questions when you're taking away from your core competency, right, which is billing clients for working on their matters. So while you think you're not spending any money and you look at your IT budget like, oh, look, I didn't spend any money on IT this year, you spent it in lost productivity. It's, it's really the soft costs that add up, especially in the small firm. The mentality, again, like you said, is I don't want to pay anyone. This is great. My IT bills, I only spent 700 bucks last year. But they spent thousands of dollars in lost time and issues not being addressed the right way because they're Googling it. They're an attorney being a hobbyist, you know, tech person on the side. Uh, and so just like if I were to self-represent, you know, myself and Google to, you know, show up in court... I would have a hell of a hard time, spend a lot more time than I needed, and probably not get it right in the end as well. So I, you guys have probably been paying attention. So there, there's a, kind of an upswell in tech, uh, a requirement for technology uh, competence uh, amongst the different bar associations. And I know, I know the ABA has been uh, spending some attention on that. So basically the idea is that they want you to be up to speed on technology and uh, you know, the consequences uh, thereof, you know, to be able to advise your clients properly, but also be able to protect your attorney-client privileged communications. And so you know, that's a big one. You know, that, that's that huge red flag that goes up. That scares clients, it scares attorneys. And so you know, as, you, as you migrate from the do-it-yourself and go to the hourly to the managed, you know, how are you protecting? Like, how, how can you ensure the attorney-client uh, communications are being protected? One of the big things around that is, let's say in terms of emails, is encryption. But at the same time, and, and as a provider, we you know, sometimes have to have this candid discussion with a client, which is, listen, security is not convenient, right? This whole thing is inconvenient. You got to go into a portal, you got to sign in, you know, whatever the mechanism is, right? And that has to happen. And a lot of times the attorneys are fighting that because they what they want is that comfort level right? They just want it to be easy. You know, they don't want to add any, another layer to it, but that security for the clients you're talking about, for those client, you know, the data files, it is an inconvenience and you either can do it or you don't do it. Right. And at the end of the day, even though we're your provider, that burden is going to land on you, not us. You're the one with the professional liability on making sure that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. So you need to decide which side of the law or the recommendation you know you want to you want to be on. But at the end of the day, it's our job to always make those suggestions, and we just hope that you uh, you want to do them. Anything to add on that, Tom? Yeah, I think the important part there's a string of letters, which is uh, what you don't know, you don't know. And what I find, the smaller the firm, especially in, in my business, we just work with Mac-based law firms. So there's a lot of people that think, oh, I went to Mac, so I don't have to deal with IT people. I don't have to worry about security because I'm on a Mac. But Mac users in the legal industry are far too lackadaisical in terms of security than they should be. And so when we take over, when we assume the services for these small firms, they, uh, you know, the majority of the time, they don't even have the basic 
you know, security things in place. They're not using mobile device management. They don't have a enterprise grade firewall protecting the, everything in their office. You know, they don't have, there's just a lot of things they're missing because they've been doing it themselves. So it's like, oh, I've got a secure password, but they might not have file vault enabled. So there, there's so many things. Again, it's all the things you don't know, you don't know. And a managed service provider is going to be able to bring that leadership and that direction and the recommendations in what they should be doing you know, and helping them see, you know, kind of everything under the iceberg, right? The Mac operating system is the easy part. That's the fun part. But all the stuff underneath is that client attorney privilege, all the steps to make sure you're protecting that. So. And I do want to throw in another thing, which, you know, you just mentioned, Tom, which is pretty much it's policies and procedures, right? Um, you know, this goes back to that basic level. Um, hey, changing your password every 90 days or, you know, whatever it is, uh, making sure that if there's an old employee that left, right, locking them out of the system, right? So there's a lot of things around that. Um, and a lot of times the conversation is more of a policy and procedure from the business standpoint and not necessarily technology itself. Um, and I always tell people, listen, I can't solve your your personnel issues with technology, right? No matter no matter how hard I try. So you got to be able to have that open line of communication and let people know when something is pr pretty much not a technology issue and is a business slash you know personnel or some other issue in that respect. So that's always a big one. So I have two last questions for you guys. So this next one is about value. And so one of, one of our goals with these publications we're distributing you know through the American Bar Association and we're distributing through our channels to attorneys legal professionals working in the field. And so we want to provide value to them. And so let's say there's some attorneys out there and you want them over, all right? They want to go with a managed service provider. And so, but they don't know anything about hiring a managed service provider. So what questions should they be asking anybody that they're looking to hire? Well, we just hit, we had 21 of them, but we're not going to go through all those right now, <laughs> right? But a big one for me, okay, is does a live person answer the phone? It sounds so simple, but it will actually dictate what your relationship will be going with going forward with somebody. So do they have somebody who picks up the phone? And especially since we're talking about legal, I will hone in on this. Do they have a legal specialty, right? So the same way attorneys have branched out and you know most people aren't generalists anymore, it's that same in our business. Some people are targeting specific verticals. So you wanna find somebody who targets lawyers and guess what you can interview them right you know the questions to ask right to, to to find out if they know about the legal field or not and you can throw those out there right so it's not going to be a perfect solution in terms of somebody who says that to you guarantees to be that person but you can ask the right questions to just make sure um in relation to law and and how your practice operates if they know what you're uh, what you're talking about I would give uh, two little tips. One is to really look at the culture, find out why they do what they do, talk to the people on their staff, make sure they're not the stereotypical tech support where you call tech support, IT, and they hate what they're doing. They make you feel stupid when you talk to them and you're like, wow, I don't ever want to talk to them again because then your entire staff is not going to use the service. Okay, and they're going to continue suffering in silence, dealing with their own issues internally, using, you know, hacky workarounds to get what they want done instead of calling the support they're paying for, you know, so that they can get it resolved properly. Okay, and last question. If our listeners out there want to follow up with you guys, maybe, you know, revisit some of these issues, or maybe have some questions for you, how can they find you? Stanley, why don't we start with you? All right, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm the easiest man in America to find, right? So, um, you can find me on LinkedIn, Stanley Lewison. By the way, the last name is spelled L-O-U-I-S-S-A-I-N-T. Um, you can also f go to our website, fluiddesigns.com. Um, and if you want, you give me a call, old school, 908-688-2444. Feel free to reach out. 
Excellent. And Tom? You should be an email at tom at globalmacit.com. Give us a call at 440-941-1622. And if you go to our website, you can sign up for our monthly newsletter that goes out specifically for Mac-based law firms at globalmacit.com. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode, but I want to thank our guests for joining us and our listeners for tuning in. And if you like what you've heard today, please find us, subscribe to us, and rate us in iTunes. See you next time for another episode of On the Road, Legal Talk Network. All right. That's a day's wrap, right? Yeah, that is a day's wrap. We are done today. (laughs) If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS, find us on Twitter and Facebook, or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Consult a lawyer.